0: Concepts for Living Welcome to Concepts for Living Concepts for Living This service is coming to you from the Chapel of the Anointing Concepts for Living Can change your life today Have you ever considered how much you mean to God? I, I mean, as the people of God, have you considered how much you mean to God as his anointed ones? Well, this is Concepts for Living. Biblical principles for contemporary living. I want you to stay tuned because I'll be speaking from the theme. Touch not God's anointed. Awesome yet solemn admonition. I say solemn admonition. But it's also awesome to think that God would position us in such a place and lavish upon us such love and grace that we become his special people. You know, the Bible says that God said, uh, you, you, you are the apple of my eye. And not only that God says I have inscribed you in the palm of my hand look at somebody and say you mean something to God oh yes you mean something to God one translation has that particular verse the verse that declares touch not mine anointing verse 15 notice In one translation. I believe it's the American Standard Version. It reads like this. Do not touch my anointed ones. And do my prophets no harm. Do not touch my anointed ones. It's corporate. It's the body of Christ. It's the whole assembly. Of the firstborn. Touch not mine anointed. This 105th Psalm. Of some 45 verses. Is essentially a historic account. Of Israel's journey. Or sojourn in Egypt and it occurred during the time of Joseph when Joseph was second in charge in Egypt in fact in all Egypt one translation has it second in charge in all Egypt while his people were there he was the one that had the responsibility for administering to the needs of the people the resources that were needed to survive a famine that's a long way from a pit it's a long way from a prison it's a long way from Potiphar's house this message is a call to awareness awareness of who we are you can't depend on society to validate who you are but even if they don't validate you You need to know who you are. That's why I love that song that we just sung. I know who I am. Not only who I am, but I know what I am. I am the anointed of God. I want to look out at you and say, you ought to know who you are. And if you don't know for sure, I want to tell you that since you accepted Jesus as your Lord, Since you've surrendered your life to Christ. Since you walk in fellowship with God. Since God is in fact your heavenly father. Since you seek to do his will on earth as it is in heaven. Come on somebody. You need to know who you are. You are worth something to God. Well. They remained in Egypt until the exodus. In fact, Joseph's family ended up living in Egypt. That's the same man, watch this now, that was written off. Watch how you write off people. When this message is finished, you're going to see not only the worth that God has placed upon you, but also you're going to see that it's dangerous, I say dangerous, to do anything against God's anointing. I know who I, I, can, t- I can tell people. I, that's one thing about me. I just got, I'll let them have a piece of my mind. And I just, I just one time, one time, one thing about me, folks know who I am because they know I will open up my mouth and at least tell them. They don't have to worry about me as to what I'm thinking because they know, no, I don't care who they are, what kind of robes they wear, I don't care what position they have in the church I don't care who they are. What's I said it was solemn and awesome, didn't I? That's a solemn part right there. Watch. You can think what you want. But watch what you say. Watch what you do. Concerning God's anointing. Hear me today. Hear me today. I got confirmations. This is the word. Had I brought anything else, it would be out of order. This is the one for today. Touch not God's anointed and do his prophets no harm. I want you to note with me verse 16 and 17. Moreover, he called for a famine upon the land. He (laughs) broke the whole staff of bread. He sent a man before them, even Joseph. So, watch this now. Who was sold for a servant? Whose feet, watch this now, they hurt. With the fetters. He was laid in iron. Until the time that his word. Who is he? Who is he? Who's doing all of this? Who called for a famine? Who's the one who sent a man. By the name of Joseph. And by the word underscore Sent. Who man, of every man that was sold as a servant? The one whose feet were in fetters or chains? The one who was that way until the time that his word came. The word of the Lord tried him. Let's explain. This psalm is so serious that it takes a great fear to address it right. The very construct of this chapter it is not just about Joseph. It's about God's people sometimes when we come into a worship experience like this we we, kind of like we we come see I'm coming to see what God's going to say to me Uh, I I, I, got to hear for myself there is a difference when you come seeking the word for God's people for the house when God releases it over you. See, once the Word of God has been released over you, that is a form of anointing. But well, you know, we have three points to our messages. Number one, the Fiorum. T-H-E-O-R-E-M. Fiorum. The second is the Odyssey. The Odyssey. T-H-E-O-D-I-C-Y And then third and lastly, Theosophy, listen to this, T-H-E-O-S-O-P-H-Y. Now they may be foreign to you, but by the time this message is over, you will appreciate each one of these words. And of course, God is still speaking. And he's trying to let us know that in the midst of everything we're going through, he considers us his anointed ones. And he is going to show himself strong on our behalf. Stay tuned. Be blessed. Touch not God's anointed. I'm going to give you some words. Don't be afraid of them. Here's a word, theorem, theorem, T-H-E-O-R-E-M, hear me, it means the premise or statement made concerning a proposition Not self evident, but is proved by a series of reasonings. That's what your dictionary will say. Are you with me? Theorem. Now watch this now, there are some things about God that will need to be understood to the extent that we don't let somebody else give you their understanding. Because when you do that, it's not yours. whether it's about pre-millennialism, post millennium whether it's about a millennium, whatever it is, but whatever your, whatever the doctrinal thing, you got to know and you can know how shall they, without a preacher, how shall they preach except they be sent because faith cometh by what you hear and what you ought to be hearing is God's word now listen to me now this is so important it's because it's a process when the word of God is released I remember when we were in Africa and I was preaching there in in, in, uh, uh, Johannesburg I would utter something out of the word, yes Abba. And I'd say that yes, Abba. I'm saying let me let me get through it first. Give me a, give me an amen at the end. No, but they are conditioned to appreciate that when a word is released, that's the time that you have to put your process into action it means this it means this you got to stay with me now are you with me God confirms his covenant regardless how long it takes even if it's a thousand generations pastor it does not change. Right. We change our culture. Yeah. We change our legislative uh, documentation. We change a lot of stuff. We change our style. Never change. There is no amendment to this Constitution the same covenant that he made with Abraham watch this, watch this, watch this it is the covenant that is made to Isaac and it's made to Jacob did you get that? Abraham, Isaac and Jacob and whenever you read about God and you come to that passage you say, I am the God of I'm the God of I'm the God of I don't care how you try to break it up and mess it up. I'm the same God straight through generational changes. I am God and I change not. And my covenant doesn't change. So the blessing of Abraham is my blessing. God said he would bless us just like he blessed Abraham, somebody trying to come up with some new thing. It, it's not about a new thing. It's about of uh, accepting the old thing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we're talking now about a new normal. Can I tell you what the Holy Spirit said to me uh, the other morning? It must have been around three thirty, and I was in—I was crying out to God about some things, and and while I was there. <laughs> I said, God, I just, I, just, I just want to move into that new normal, Lord. I want to move into that new normal, Lord. And the Lord said, what do you mean? You want to move into a new normal. I'm getting ready to move you into another normal. The reason why we cannot use that term is because a new normal is going to be measured by the old normal. But God said, "I'm taking you into another normal." Yeah. Now nah, that's just for Vernon Lamb, just yeah, it. That's not that. That's not for you. Excuse me for putting that out there. Like that. Another normal, yeah. a normal. Behold, I do up. Yeah. Shall you not know it? Yeah. That's right. But yeah. well, by now, I trust you realize just how much you mean to God, as his anointed ones be blessed continually and we will continue to bring you more concepts for living that is biblical principles for contemporary living and so until next time and we shall come bringing those concepts may God bless you and yours concepts for living concepts for living